we began a a new book of the Torah this week, which is Vaikra, which means to call out. It means call out. I'm calling out, which I talked about a little bit just before. But our sages teach that the formula for beginning this book actually teaches us a lesson in what they call Derech Eretz, or how to navigate life, the way of the land, literally. The formula follows the order of the first line, Vaikra el Moshe vaideber Hashem elav. God called out to Moses, and then God spoke to him. And the Talmud says, you don't speak to your fellow person until you have their attention. You can see where that story I started with began because you'll be wasting your breath. You'll be wasting your time and it won't work. I want to take a deeper step with this. I, I think it's not just about how we communicate. I think it's about how we connect to everything in life. I think we can use this pandemic as a wake-up call because I don't know about you, but it definitely has my attention. Many of us were sprinting through life, building momentum, making excuses for why we can't get to the important things. We're so busy putting out fires that come up, urgent things that we never tend to the important. And I think this is a chance for us to slow down and to reprioritize ourselves, our family, our friends, our community. Those needs, those need to come first. It's not easy. It's simpler to just go on with things, to just try to keep the status quo. But this pandemic has forced us. We can't keep it up. The pace that we had before and trying to do so would be an epic failure. It would be to try to resist what is. And the time really has changed. And frankly, we probably should have had an online service option for years already. Not as a replacement for face-to-face -face gathering. Nothing will ever replace that. But as a supplement, we've begun a campaign to reach out to every congregant. What took us so long? That's something that we should do at least once, if not twice or three times a year separately from our calls for dues and donations. In many ways, the pande pandemic, in many ways, the pandemic has asked us to consider what's important. How do we show up for each other? How do we ask for the care we need? How do we give to others from our bounty? There's a chart I want to share with you. I'm going to share on the screen. Isn't it nice? We can share a screen during the middle of a sermon. This chart has helped me tremendously. The chart has four quadrants. 
There's urgent and important at the top left. Box number one, there's important but not urgent. In box number two, up top, down below, on the left, urgent and not important. And not urgent and not important. And we spend way, way too much time doing urgent and not important things. We respond to every text, email, call, notification on Facebook, urgent, but probably not important. Meanwhile, things like family and friends and God and self-care, expressing ourselves, the things that are important but not urgent, they get squeezed out of our lives. The video I'm going to share with you all, to me it's a lesson in putting thing, first things first. It's very short, it's a minute. how much of our lives are ruled by those tiny pebbles, the little marbles, filled up so much by those little things that we then can't fit in the rocks, the things that are important, that actually are central to us. You don't have any idea how many people I've encountered because I'm a rabbi, I don't, because of who I am in the world, who tell me when they get to the ends of their life or they've had a near-death experience or cancer or just, you know, name it. Name whatever it is in life that made them wake up. It took something crazy to shake them out of it for them to realize it's not important. All of the BS... There's so much stuff that we do that's just so, that's, we take it to be important, but it's not. It's urgent. Yeah, it's urgent, but it's not important. And we end up stressing ourselves out over it, and then we don't have time to do what's important. When I saw this video, I saw it a while ago, I realized that the millions of responsibilities I feel like I have are getting in the way of what's really important. My wife and I had the baby on the way, and things were only going to get busier. And my relationship with my wife is very important to me. She's my rock. But she's not in urgent need of me, not most of the time. So I decided that I needed to make it a priority. So we began to take the same day off together. And every Monday, pandemic was standing, not because we have no childcare anymore. 
we go on a lunch date or an excursion to explore Houston because she's important to me. And I've seen what happens to other people who have not prioritized the most important relationship of their lives when their kids get older, all of a the sudden they're empty nesters and they don't even know who the other person is anymore. And life gets the best of you. And one day you wake up and it's gone. You haven't spent time where you should have. It's art, that's meditation, it's prayer. It's all of the things you're saving up for later. Doing all the urgent, unimportant things drowns out the important. It's ignoring over and over the call of the divine to arise and to transcend, to actually be with what is, with what's important. But this week, today, today I think we all got the message. The message from God to wake up, to figure out what's actually important, who is actually important. So I want to challenge us. I want to challenge us to ask ourselves, if this pandemic is here to teach us something, and we actually take it seriously, what are some of those lessons? And how would we be forever changed by it? What if the pandemic has brought us to a halt or maybe a crawl to get our attention? What if it's calling us, saying, I'm talking to you. Are you listening? And let's let the answer be yes. Yeah, we're listening. I'm listening. Yes, it's important for me to prioritize what's actually important to enjoy the people I love to enjoy the short time I have on earth. And in that time, in this time, I'm gonna reorganize myself so that I don't lose sight of those things. So here's your homework. Homework on Shabbat, Rabbi? Homework on Shabbat. In the coming week, I want to invite all of our congregants, all of our community members to consider at least one thing you are loving about life in a pandemic. One thing you're grateful for. It can be more than one, but at least one. The time you have being outside or with family or reading a book or connecting with other people through FaceTime or Zoom or Skype or whatever. The project you always wanted to do but never made time for, what clarity has this time brought for you about what and who are actually important? Hey, that's my guy, Tim. Hey. And share it. And share that thing that you are loving about the pandemic. Share with someone else and tell them, my rabbi made, made me do it. I have to tell you one piece of silver lining 
and all of this mishigas and all of this craziness because my rabbi said I have to. So thank you for helping me with my homework. And I'll see you all again next week on Zoom. And hopefully we'll all be one step closer to hearing what we need to hear and internalizing what we need to internalize, actually living what is and not resisting it, thriving through this opportunity, through this call to pay attention. Shabbat Shalom.